Chapter 4. Business Ownership Options, Which Will Suit You Business ownership options have changed over the years. When I first started out in real estate, all those decades ago, there were few options compared to today. The backing of a well-known brand was essential if you wanted to be taken seriously. If you were running a real estate business, you had to have a street front in the most visible part of town you could afford, and a location with lots of foot traffic and easy parking so that people looking for a new home could easily see what you had on the market and then, if they were serious, walk inside, be greeted by your receptionist and introduced to an agent. This was the only way home buyers could do their research, find out what was available in their price range and research the selling prices of similar properties. If you weren't in a high-profile spot with signage spruiking a well-known brand and windows full of listings, then you were invisible. All of these things positioned you in your marketplace. It was a necessary part of your toolbox and business marketing, along with newspaper ads, letterbox drops, signboards, and community sponsorships. At this time, long before everyone had mobile phones, it was all about raising awareness of the business in the area where the agents worked. As the office's landline was the only telephone number in the public domain, all inquiries would come through that office and be rotated around the sales staff by the receptionist, under strict rules imposed by the business owner. This was long before the rise of agent marketing. So much has changed. To start a real estate business now, your toolbox can be as basic as a car, a smartphone and Wi-Fi. Today, people talk about the digital revolution and how it has disrupted the way businesses are conducted. For the real estate industry, that disruption first started in 1995, when the internet was barely an infant, by Carl Sabliak in his East Doncaster garage. Carl, his wife, brother and Marty Howell are responsible for creating the original real estate industry disruptor that we now know as REA, or realestate.com.au. Carl had wondered if the internet could be harnessed to change the way people bought real estate, the answer was clearly yes, and in the process of developing REA, he initiated a huge paradigm shift in the way real estate business would be conducted. Evolution of business options. Around the time Sydney was readying for the 2000 Olympic Games, I was struggling with the pressure of paying a quarter of a million Australian dollars a month in operational costs under a typical franchise business, and REA had just listed on the ASX. I was stressed and frustrated, working bloody hard, constantly trying to keep my staff happy while also generating income. And all the time, there was head office with their handout for more and more fees. But they weren't providing anything more in return. I could also see a shift in how my clients were approaching their real estate transactions. They weren't coming in the front door to inquire in the same numbers or ringing up to ask what the neighbour's house sold for because this information had become freely available. This in part initiated my decision to give up 50% of my floor space, lease out the expensive ground floor street frontage and move my office upstairs, saving 80% of the rent cost. The Wi-Fi world was empowering homeowners and buyers to do their own market research, thereby negating the imperative for us agents to have a shop front to display our listings. However, agents were still very much needed to market and negotiate effectively. So the business of real estate has not, as some social commentators predicted, been made completely redundant by the digital revolution, nor is it likely to be.
The rise of Wi-Fi also had a profoundly positive impact on the cost of operating a business, any business, in any industry. As a result, new business models cropped up in all industries. For the real estate industry, rather than be a death knell, it liberated us from the necessity of having a shopfront and the visibility offered by a big franchise. We came to have choices for so many things that impacted our bottom lines, from the size of our operation to what services we chose to offer and where to house our businesses. Main street shop, upstairs main street office, lifestyle working complexes, co-working shared spaces or home virtual offices. Something that was once a non-negotiable must-have is now a matter of choice, a choice tied into the type of business you want to own. At the risk of stating the obvious, if you're reading this book, then I can conclude one of two things. One, you're thinking of starting a real estate business. Or two, you already have an existing real estate business and you're looking to increase profits. So let's take a look at some things we can do to increase profits, regardless of current market conditions. When it comes to two of the most significant costs in business ownership, a franchise brand and a shopfront, we now have choices. If you want to own a real estate business, the menu includes, in order of expense, an original pre-digital model of the traditional franchise with a compulsory Main Street shopfront, a completely independent boutique setup, your name, your brand design, with your choice of a shop with street frontage or an upstairs location, a member of a branded network with a licensed area, with your choice of locations, shopfront or not, co-working space, or virtual office, or an individual trader working without a brand from a virtual office or co-working space. My tip, ask yourself, what is driving your thoughts about making a change? What is it that you want? And importantly, what don't you want? When you have clear answers to those questions, you'll be well-placed to decide which option will suit you. Existing or aspiring business owners, what do you want? Every week I speak with agents and business owners looking to escape the franchise system. Agents who want to go out on their own and start a business, or business owners who want to stop paying franchise fees, who are considering launching as a boutique. These men and women have arrived at the same conclusion. I don't really need a franchise brand to run a business. So, rather than pay fees to a franchise, why not set up my own business and use the money I would have paid them to design my own brand? However, I would caution you not to cut off your nose to spite your face. What I'm saying here is that there is value in a brand. Just be aware not to overpay for it. Remember, there is no such thing as a best brand. It's what the business owner does with it that matters evidenced by the fact that in any given area in the world, there is a different operator leading the pack. If contemplating stepping out into your own independent venture, it comes down to what you want. What is your dream, your skill set, and importantly, what setup costs can you support? For some, the allure of their dream is steeped in their personal creativity. They've imagined the business name, logo, colors, and fonts the layouts for listing kits, signboards, and stationery, etc. For others, though, the thought of all the stuff that needs doing, the time, complexity, and expense involved is off-putting. It's all a distraction from what they really want to do, which is run their own business or list and sell. 
Before deciding to build one agency, I had no idea what would be involved. As Annie and I started down the path of brand creation, we thought it would be a case of one meeting with our chosen graphic designer, deciding on a few things and then, wham bam, a couple of weeks later, one beautiful, memorable brand would be revealed. Boy, was I naive. After that initial meeting, I realised my simple dream was a huge undertaking. Annie and I walked out of that meeting and looked at each other. The reality of what was involved hit home. After a few moments of stunned silence, I said to Annie, I guess we'd better start writing some checks. Flash forward a few more months and quite a few more checks, our house was covered in an abundance of branding options. All the stuff we were going to need. Some stuck to the walls, some barely perceptibly different from each other. In the end, and after much disagreement, the time from first meeting to receiving the final branding elements was a good six months. For those with no wish to reinvent the wheel, there are now turnkey options, like one agency, where you have the autonomy of a boutique offering and all the stuff is set up for you, incorporating whatever name you want. This way you can get on with what you do best, whether it's running a business and leading a team or listing and selling. Models for current business owners. For owners already operating their own successful business, whose franchise agreements are coming up for renewal, now is an ideal time to consider your options and how you can increase your profitability. As an existing business owner, if you want to reduce costs and you're operating from a well-established shop front that you have no wish to leave, and you know that you definitely don't want to reinvent the wheel, then you don't have to. Take a look at a business model that offers an exclusive licensed area under a network brand. They provide a very cost-effective and timely solution. At one agency, we offer full one-to-one -one support for business owners needing to carefully time and coordinate their transition. It's worth noting that we have transitioned many businesses from a great variety of brands, and they have gone on to be very successful. Many business owners fear changing brands, but this doesn't mean your clients can't find you anymore or won't do business with you again. Reflect on the pros and cons of your existing operations. One of the things I did appreciate as a franchisee was the camaraderie of being part of something bigger, being able to connect and swap ideas with others also operating under the same brand. Converting to a boutique agency means cutting those connections. This camaraderie was very important to me when I was conceiving the one agency model. What were the things I appreciated? What did I want? And most importantly, what did I not want to retain from the franchise models? If you want to consider networks and their license arrangements, do some research. Look around at the options. Consider the look of the branding they provide, the level of head office support, the terms and fees charged, and then speak to other business owners already operating within each network. Get their feedback, establish the pros and cons of the different models, and then pick the one that matches up with your needs. Models for agents becoming their own boss. It has always been a practice for franchises to approach high-performing agents to see if they are interested in opening an office of their own. As the industry accepts new ways of doing business and questions the relevance of full franchise fee models, some franchises are offering sizable inducements to encourage agents to commit to opening an office under that brand's name. If you are tempted by this, make sure you have your accountant run the numbers to establish the real and total cost to you over the full term of the offered agreement. 
Additionally, be aware of the ongoing monthly costs associated with the operations of such an enterprise. The franchise office model means a big commitment, not just financially, but logistically too. The traditional model means rent rolls and administration staff, as well as the physical structures required. It's somewhat daunting if what you're good at and love to do is simply list and sell, and if you're just seeking a vehicle that will allow you to keep more of your fees and do things your own way. You always have the option of adding property management services at a later date as you grow your business. Operating as a boutique independent provides far greater flexibility and autonomy. If you have a friend or partner who is into brand design and they think they can take care of the process of creating and supervising the production of your new business branding, then fantastic. This will leave you free and undistracted to ensure the money keeps coming in. If no such person exists in your life, then choosing a model that provides a branded turnkey solution will be much faster, more affordable and safer. There's been a paradigm shift in the way real estate business is facilitated in this century. Clients no longer go to the agent. The agent now visits the client. The recent shift in service delivery, along with the rise of outsourcing businesses that specialise in providing compliance services and networks offering business-in-a-box solutions, means that agents who want to go out alone or with their team can do so with next to no interruption to their listing and selling cycle. At one agency, we've set up agents in as little as 10 days. My tip, over my 40 years in business, I've seen many times that to ensure a fair chance at success, it is crucial to get up and running with as little interruption to the flow of listings as possible.